Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil Alemin. Ve usalli ve usallam ala seyyidil evvelin ve akhirin nebiyyena Muhammeden ve ala alihi ve sahbihi ve barak ve sallam. All praise are due to Allah, Lord of the worlds, and peace and blessings be showered upon our beloved Prophet Muhammad, the master of the first and the last, and upon his family, his companions, and all those who call to his way to the day of judgment. Alhamdulillah, we have reached the 19th section of the Qur'an. And the chapters that are revealed uh, in this mighty section are Mekkiyah. They are dealing in the Meccan period. And this is Surah Al-Furqan, Surah Al-Shu'ara, and part of Surah Al-Naml. And we have to remember that the Meccan period was the foundational period for the whole of Islam. And that is where the oneness of Allah, at tawheed the belief in Al-Akhirah, the next life, the character, all of these foundations of faith were solidified. And we have to remember that the environment surrounding the verses, it, it was a hostile environment. It was a pagan-based, shirk-based, polytheistic society that prided itself in worshipping idols. And now the Prophet, peace be upon him, and his followers are coming and they're establishing the oneness of God. This would take away not only the political strength, but the economic strength, and so all of the different aspects of the society were thrown against the Muslims. Today it would be the social media, it would be the police force, it would be the politics, the politicians, so many different things. In those days, we have to recognize that the most powerful media was the media of the poets. It was an oral culture. They were not writing books. They did not have equipment. They did not have cell phones, telephones, radios, television. And, and so the word was very important. And Surat al-Furqan is a clear standard maker. It separates truth from falsehood. And it deals with refuting pagan claims that the Quran is fabricated. Because this is how they're coming at first. This is a lie. This is not truth. This is just high-level poetry. And the Quran also clearly condemns shirk, polytheism, and the denial. And it shows the, the beauty of, the, of creation. It, it shows the rain coming down and life being created. And, and so by using these tangible examples, the Quran is bringing out the beauty of Tawheed and the importance of the Tawhidic community. And uh, verses 63 to 76 are some of the most beautiful in the Quran to describe uh, the believers, and this is Ibadul Rahman. And in these verses, Allah is telling us, وَإِبَادُ الرَّحْمَانَ الَّذِينَ يَمْشُونَ عَلَى الْأَرْضِ هَوْنًا وَإِذَا خَاتَبَهُمُ الْجَاهِلُونَ قَالُوا سَلَامًا That the true servants of Allah are the ones who walk on the earth with humility. And when they are addressed by the ignorant people, they say, Salama, they say, peace. So this is a beautiful section, beautiful poetic way. And, you know, and it's something that caught the attention of a lot of the Quraysh because they respect the Arabic language. 
And when the Arabic language brings in qualities, when it confronts them, uh, it's something that linguistically touched their hearts. And so, of the many qualities of these verses, 63 to 76, there are 10 uh, aspects of the believers that I wanted to emphasize to understand the power uh, of this verse and also shaping the personality of the Muslims. What does it mean to be a believer? It's not just saying, I believe. But number one, you have to walk with humility. You have to go through a type of insult and sometimes torture. And even when the people are insulting you, don't go back. That's jahiliya. When somebody swears, you, you, you come back with a bigger swear. That's ignorance. No, you tell them peace and you continue to walk. Two, you establish prayer at night. And, and this was important in the beginning. Uh, during the day, you know, it was very difficult for them. And so in the nighttime, they would be able to congregate. They would go to the caves. They would go to any empty places. Then they would make, be making their prayers in the best way that they possibly could. Uh, and so the night vigils uh, were established. Also, dealing with the truth and being balanced. So the believer is a balanced person and not an extremist, one side to another. Clear, one of the clear aspects of Iman and the believers is to stay away from shirk, polytheism, associating partners with Allah. And that was, of course, and is the greatest of sins that a human being could commit. Number five is that the believers do not take life. They do not kill people unjustly, murder. They are not involved in this. Number six, kolazor, that they do not bear false witness. They do not testify against other people with lies. And this is even more than backbiting. Backbiting is part of it. But the kolazor is even heavier than this. And Muslims do not involve themselves with that. If you want to rise yourself up to the level of believer, then you have to clear yourself of this very uh, serious act. Number seven is the avoidance of evil. And this is a general thing. Remember, this is the Meccan period. And so try to stay away from evil things. Try to be a good person in the best way that you possibly could. And number eight, you have to remember, listen to warnings. When warnings are coming to you, clear warnings, you take this. And that is important because the Qur'an is now coming in its early stages. It's being introduced to them. And they're getting more and more used to following the message, heeding the warnings, taking the guidance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Also, it, it, it tells the believers and informs them of the importance of making dua for your offspring. You have to pray for your children. And the children in those days were in trouble and we need to pray for our children today because they are in a very serious confusion uh, in this point of time, going toward the day of judgment with all of the fitness and, the, and, and the, the lies and the pornography and the immorality and all the things that are there. We need to pray for our children for guidance and give them the best example. And one of the best ways to come out of jahiliya, to come out of our mistakes, is a tawbah. And this, uh, these verses emphasizes tawbah. And that tawbah is a process. 
It begins with recognizing the sins that are done, turning to Allah sincerely and asking Him to forgive us. Next, it is make the intention not to return to the sin. That's not enough. Following this is Radd al-Madhalim, and that is compensation. You need to compensate the people who suffered because of the wrongs that you did. Following this, you need to do self-analysis. You need to analyze yourself and then reconstruction. And that was important in the Meccan period because they were literally coming out of uh, centuries of Jahiliyyah, ignorance, a society that based itself on idol worship, and they had to recognize the wrongs that they had done and reconstruct. So Toba is, is a very important aspect of the believer. This is what has empowered us from the beginning of Islam. It empowers us up until now. The ability of the believers to reconstruct themselves and, and to come forward even though they have made the mistakes. The next part of this uh, 19th uh, juz is dealing with Surah Al-Shu'ara and that is the chapter of the poets. And this is what you could call Hujjah al-Kuffar. It is the, the ultimate judgment. It is the proofs against the disbelievers. And you have to remember that the greatest form of communication at the time was poetry because it was an oral culture and, and, and the Arabs loved their language. They were proud of their language. It was really the major part of their civilization. So the Shu'ara, the poets were like the rappers, they were like the journalists, they were like the politicians, they were influences, social influences. So, so they really set the pace. They were the intellectuals. They were the academics. All of this was coming through poetry. And so in this chapter, there are cautionary tales of, of the Pharaoh, the Pharaoh, and the people of Noah, the people of Shu'ab, the people of Lut, the people of Salih, all of, of, of those strayed nations in the past, and then showing the divine nature of the Qur'an. And this chapter ends up giving a warning to the Shu'ara that those of you who are spouting evil things, that, that you are following demons and devils, and it is only those who use their poetry, who use their abilities in order to protect the believers, that they will be saved. The following part is Surah An-Naml, or a section of it, and we will deal with that, inshallah, uh, with the rest of Surah An-Naml and the others when we go to the 20th Juz, uh, as we follow, inshallah. I leave you with these thoughts, and I ask Allah to have mercy on me and you. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.